0: Steven, it's a new year, it's 2022, and I've got a big, fat, juicy wish that it's going to be a year full of fulfillment here on You Can't Disappoint a
1: Podcast. What do you think? I've got a big old sauce-drenched wish myself just slapped on my plate here in front of me, and I'm going to dig in to a whole nother year of... You can't disappoint a podcast. It's going to be a big
0: year full of winding down our rewatch of community and moving on to whatever comes next for us and to be a part of it with us. There's so many ways to show your support. We've
1: got a big old warm pool here for you. Come on and slip on your skibbies and slide down the ladder and dive in. How, how can they get in this pool Zach, if you put your toe in the water and it feels fine and you want to
0: get waist deep, come join us on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Can't Disappoint Podcast. It's the way to support this show and to help us move it forward as we move into the future. It's also the way to get more of us every week with our live pre-show every week, You Can't Disappoint show and all kinds of Patreon-exclusive content coming all the time, Stephen.
1: We'd love for you to support us on Patreon, but you can also hang out with us free of charge over on Twitter at You Can't Disappoint we are also on Instagram at can't disappoint Podcast, and we're on Facebook and YouTube under the whole name of the show, You Can't Disappoint a Podcast. Also,
0: if you would like to be a part of the show every week, you can email us at can'tdisappointpodcast at gmail.com. To be a part of next week's podcast, write us in your trivia, your favorite funny moment, and your episode MVP for next week's episode of Community, and we'll read it out loud on the
1: show. If you like what we do here, leave a review wherever you leave
0: reviews about podcasts. Yeah, maybe like... The Sharper Image, product review site. Leave us a review there. Uh, There's
1: like a box full of sticky notes at my post office.
0: Write a review and leave it there. I hope you guys are jumping on board with us and you're ready to traverse 2022 with me and Steven. What do you say? Let's rip our way into another episode if you can't disappoint a podcast.
1: Cannonball! I'll put like a big splash splat. <laughs> yeah.
0: I have Changnesia. I'm not a dog.
1: Professor, we're so sorry. Obviously, Kevin made a mistake.
0: Or did he?
1: Why are you or did heing him?
0: I'm just saying, the professor can't get any more tied up, and we can't get any less than an F, so let's just take a beat and think this through. Okay, this is way better than Die Hard in a Restaurant.
1: What's that, Zach? If you listen closely, you can hear some jingling bells. Oh, that, that can only mean one what that thing, is? Zach. It's
0: Christmas time here on You Can't Disappoint a Podcast. I thought maybe you were just like
1: masturbating
0: under the table and you had change in your
1: pocket. <laughs> I mean that too, but it's also Christmas.
0: <laughs> Happy Christmas, Stephen. Happy Christmas, Ron. So how are you, buddy? Are you feeling the Christmas spirit? Do you just feel the the eggnog flowing through your veins?
1: I am uh, covered head to toe in red velvet, Zachary. Everywhere except the dangly bits. The cake or the fabric? That's for you to find out. Oh,
0: wow. (laughs) Well, happy Christmas, everyone. I'm glad you've joined us. Welcome to yet another week of Yuletide. You can't disappoint a Yule can't disappoint a podcast shenanigans i'm nice. glad everyone's here to hang out with us i'm zach and i didn't come up with anything clever this week i'm sorry guys i've failed you mm.
1: disappointing uh, i'm steven and well the only reason i've been kissing this pompous anglo's ass is because i thought i was gonna get an f that's good i'm glad you tried it at least yeah. harder than i did
0: yeah welcome to the show everybody i'm glad you can make it this is episode 81 of community that we're covering and there's wow. only 110 we're getting so, so very close to the end of this project, and so very close to the end of season four. It's exciting times, don't you think? You know, we're uh,
1: on this merry-go-round <laughs> slash roller coaster slash stroll down a lazy river full of uh, clam chowder that we call life. Um, we're we're coming to what a moment about, in chowder? time. Zachary where the, I think the sun is on the horizon. Hmm. By that I mean we are nearing Not really. We still got five. plenty of time. <laughs> well, Is there a lot more season 4 left? We're, we're getting close. I guess that's true. Yeah, we're well, almost to season 5, season which I'm very excited about. I'm very excited to get to season and like, 5. And like we said, I don't think season 4 has been bad no. entertainment. It's not been like low quality things. No, there are so many no. things worse than season 4 of Community. It's a lot harder
0: to look at the way that we've decided to look at this show week to week. It doesn't hold up to multiple viewings so well yeah. compared to some of the rest of the show. And episodes kind of like the one that we'll be talking about pretty shortly, there are a handful of them that are just kind of sloggy mm-hmm. and boring, and I'm ready for the, for the zany, quirky adventures from before
1: that don't feel quite so,
0: I don't know, so forced? Yeah. But anyway, that's, that's a
1: good a good way to describe a lot of what happens this season. There were some good both starting on ideas on community and on the podcast. Forced. Yeah. It's just a little forced, forced at this point. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, let's force it. What do you think? Let's force <laughs> it. I want to thank the... the, the Gracious few who decide to float around in this chowder with us on a weekly basis. Those are the $10 and up patrons over at slash can't disappoint podcast. Those people are Danny M. Lugo, Mary Baker Budisa, Taylor Ace, and Plains Walker Prez. It's a beginning of a new month here at the Can't Disappoint Patreon, so we're excited that people have decided to to keep it going for another oh, month. Oh, yeah. It, it is February, yeah. isn't it? And it's a good Welcome. time to sign up if you haven't yet because there's so much going on over the Patreon right now, more on a weekly basis than we've ever had going on over there before. Every week we do You Can't show before we record this show where Steven and I hang out and chat and play games for a half hour before we... Head over to record the mothership project. That is, you can't disappoint a podcast. It's always really fun, and it's always fun when we have patrons hanging out with us while we do it.
1: Yeah, I really it's like a doing blast the and a half. I love having the pre-show is is a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. And now that we're in February, yeah, we are officially at the a year the, of the Patreon. Patreon's birthday.
0: The other day was the year anniversary of our live stream that we did. To, wow, to start that's the crazy.
1: Yeah. that was so much fun. So, okay, you get the pre-show every
0: week over there at the Patreon. You also get every week this podcast earlier than anyone else. You get mm-hmm. it the same day we record it every week and just hot off the presses. And isn't that exciting? It's steamin' steaming hot. And, of course, we've got our new project going on over there, a second weekly rewatch podcast that we do that you can only get on Patreon every Saturday. It's Brokeback Bebop, our Cowboy Bebop rewatch podcast
1: wow. it's been really fun
0: to start something else and, and to talk about something else a little bit of a different way. And yeah. it's cool to try something new. I'm excited. I enjoy recording it and I enjoy putting it out there. So go check it out. The first two episodes are out there right now as of this episode release. And it comes out every Saturday. So so head on over. Patreon.com slash Can't Disappoint Podcast. And Steven, why don't you do the honors? There's one special little boy who we have to shout out before we can go any further into this week's program. You know we, him. You um, love him.
1: Yeah, I, we want to, as always, give a shout out to the man who taught us how to tie a various amount of knots for a various amount of reasons, <laughs> our Naughty Poppy. Mm. communities over it. on Twitter. I got it. You
0: didn't have to take that pause. I knew what you were yeah. doing. I heard you, yeah. Naughty. Asli- with-
1: and it, and it extra works because like K's. naughty is yeah. like Christmas. I get it. I get it. Do you think they realize that in the writers' room? I I I don't know. They we'll didn't make ha- any jokes about we'll have it. Thank hey goodness. <laughs> but yeah, thank thanks you, Dad, Papa for supporting for
0: us and supporting us moving yeah, community if, forward. If
1: if you are a community fan that has not heard of communities over mm-hmm. on Twitter, go give them a follow. You learn so much about the shows. It's, it's all the up to date info. With the cast, the fun talkings with uh, mm-hmm. writers and things yeah, like I that. Yeah, I think he's so. got something like that that
0: will have already happened when this came out. But mm-hmm. all Run the Twitter time spaces. talking to writers, directors, actors, super cool, super impressive. I don't
1: understand what Twitter Spaces is, but it, I see it pop up. It's like it's-
0: a Zoom call where you can't see each other and other people can listen and anyone, any stranger can like request to join. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Like, I saw one once where one of my favorite musicians, Laura Jane Grace, she was just, like, hopped on Spaces by herself. The first handful of people that uh, requested to join came on, and they chatted for a while. That's awesome. It was kind of cool. That's super cool. Well, what's up with you, buddy, before we get into community? Is there anything on the table we need to talk about? Yeah, yeah, just some exciting
1: uh, uh, life living. Yeah. like a nice little getaway day with uh danny on sunday we went to michigan to a bed and breakfast and mm-hmm. had a nice dinner and relaxed a little bit was that a patreon
0: reward of hers that she's earned
1: it is you know the tier she's at she gets a weekend getaway with a member of the cast she picked me this time <laughs> uh so <laughs> yeah our um, trip
0: to uh
1: <laughs> our trip
0: to hershey pennsylvania that i had planned <laughs> would have been awesome but yeah you know next time can't win them all
1: yeah our uh, like super busy season at work is starting now, so it's a good time for a little getaway beforehand. Yeah, that's awesome. -hmm.: uh, Today, as
0: we're recording, it'll be past when the episode comes out, is me and Lily's fourth anniversary. Look wow. at us. Look at the two of us being all domestic and, and, and doing our, our little things with our little partners. Cool. Yeah. Cool congratulations. Being in a relationship with someone you, you're crazy about, I recommend it. It's kind of it's nice.
1: It's, yeah. We love it. We love love. Yeah. We sure do. And you know what but else no we No love? love can compare for the love that we share for, for each, each other, other.
0: Yeah. and for the for television you. program community. <laughs> the viewers. The thing that we're all here to talk about, community, season four, episode 10. You are right. After this, there's only three more episodes of season four. Wow.
1: And they're all three
0: that I'm interested to talk about, because we've got the Freaky Friday episode next week, Mm -hmm. after that we've got the superhero origin story of the Greendale Seven, Sure, and then after that we've got a messy-ass finale that I'm kind of excited to revisit. But this week is episode 10, we're here to talk about Intro to Knots. It was directed by the great Tristram Shapiro, who I think directed like... Half of this season and like a quarter of all the episodes of Community. Pretty nuts. Wow. And the episode was written by Andy Bobrow, who before this wrote Basic Rocket Science, Mixology Certification, Custody Law, and Eastern European Diplomacy, Geography of Global Conflict, Pillows and Blankets, History 101 in this season. And after this, he only has one more writing credit. It's in Season 5, Introduction to Teaching. And this episode originally aired on April 18th, 2013. Not Christmas
1: time. No, they uh, were not really on it with the timing of the episodes, but that's okay.
0: We've mentioned that it's not their fault; mm-hmm. it's weird network stuff. But there no, it's is their a, fault. A joke. I blame in this... Community. <laughs> yeah, they f***ed <laughs> it up real bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a joke in the episode. This episode filmed when they first learned that their release was being pushed. So this was the first time that they kind of knew as they were filming the Christmas episode that it probably wasn't going to film during Christmas or that it probably wasn't going to be released around Christmas. So when Jeff and Annie put up the curtains and Jeff is like, You know what, these curtains will look nice, not just at Christmas, but any time of the year. Valentine's Mm. Day, President's Day. That was like a nod at how they didn't know exactly when the episode was going to air, which I thought was kind of cute. Let's dive right into it. Let's do some trivia from this week's Act Trivia. You got a flavor of the week somewhere in there, in that Mm. fridge full of Act Trivia?
1: Let me me grab a little spoonful here. Okay. Oh, wait, no, got to eat this one with a skewering knife. Nice. Mm, get in there. Well,
0: they do say that it's it's not the best. It's not really advised to eat acrylic with a spoon because
1: it will burn through the spoon. Yeah, most metals dissolve right in it. Um It's let's best see, just a slurp it right out of is, the container. Is slightly damp rope. I like it. It <laughs> makes you feel like you're Stuck yeah. in the bottom of a pirate a ship that you thought was a carnival cruise, and so you stowed away trying to hear vacation, da, na, 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 yeah. da, but all you heard was sea shanties. Yeah, and now you have a vitamin C deficiency, <laughs> mm. yeah, and Wet, if you da- slightly damp. Entire
0: rope. six pack of slightly damp rope, you will get scurvy, yeah, mm-hmm. no question. Uh, it's good about to keep it. some
1: lemons on hand anyway when eating yeah. Actrivia yogurt, but yeah. especially now.
0: But they really appreciate being the sponsor of the segment because we can move quickly over all of the bad things about that company and and into some
1: trivia about this week's episode of Community. I've got five questions. I have four questions, okay. but you kind of already answered one of the questions. Oh wow! Do you want to say it first? Then yeah. What other two holidays does Jeff say Annie's decorations? <laughs> is it will Valentine's work for Day it? and
0: President's Day? It was sure it only is. Two? I thought there was yeah. more than that.
1: Okay, cool. Uh, what so color? Now I have the- three questions. Ooh.
0: Yeah, and you totally just botched my entrance. I was so ready sorry, to ask go you a for question. It. Okay, let me let me get back in the mm-hmm. place. Yeah, get I'm back sorry in the for place. that. That's okay. You want to know something f***ed up? What's up? My cat straight up scratched my nipple yesterday. Oh my, like in like a kinky way? No. Or in like but a like lean my way? areola has a significant cat scratch on it, like a long one. Nice. And it hurts pretty bad. That's, like, handsome. That's, like, rugged. Yeah, my first question for you, what color are the two pillows Annie puts on Jeff's chair? Green and Chairs and like in the beginning of the episode.
1: Purple? Yes. Nice. That's correct. Wowza. All right, go ahead. I really like that shade of green. It's a nice, like, chartreuse sure. kind of she used. I'm into that. Sure. Um, what did Troy try to get Abed?
0: What did Troy try to get Abed? I don't know. Something diehard related. Um, he
1: tried to get him taking off shoes, but wasn't sure how to wrap it. <laughs> I didn't even catch that line. That's funny. Yeah. Uh,
0: what movie didn't do the trick for Pierce's sensitivity training? Ooh, Invictus. I don't know. Starring Morgan movie. Freeman as uh, Nelson Mandela oh, okay. and Matt
1: Damon as the head of the Springbro- Springbox, South Africa's international rugby team. Interesting.
0: Oh, I guess I do remember it being a sports movie.
1: Yeah. I liked it. I I also really liked Nelson Mandela. Sure. Um, What does Jeff serve to the professor? Uh, The alcohol? Mm Mm-hmm. McClellan 18? You are so close. I'm going to give it to you. It's McCallan 18. Neat. Are
0: you sure? Because do they say a non? No, they say Macallan. I've, well, uh, I was just going to say do they, they say Macallan like a, before in the show. A, a non uh, a copyrighted name.
1: No, I think they say McAllen. Okay. Well, I'm sorry. I was. We'll close. double check. Okay. I, I give that to you. We though. won't. You know, we never a, do. We never have. As a non Scotch drinker, eighty-one especially. times we've
0: said we'll check during the episode, and none of those times have we. Sure.
1: I, I always check. I just don't don't tell you. Oh, wow. You can't yeah. keep things like that from me. Well, you know, Zach, I We're try and tell you, and then you say, not now. <laughs> Your mother and I are talking. And, and they're never both <laughs> me. Yeah. Uh, does, it's is just my you and Okay.
0: What are the tapas served at the party? They're both Ooh, uh, uh, bacon-wrapped the professor.
1: Bacon-wrapped asparagus and mangoes and... Were the mangoes with ham? Yes. Are you sure it was bacon? For whatever
0: reason, I thought it was salmon.
1: Oh wow! It looked That'd like bacon fancy. and asparagus, but I f- thought they said that. Well, we'll they might also have said salmon. Check yeah. that one.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, what is the professor's yearly Christmas tradition?
0: So, I don't know. Something with his daughter.
1: <laughs> no. Was it at the um, end he when he's says, being all sad? Yeah. He's like, "You guys saved me from my yearly Christmas tradition of plum pudding." Mm. roasted goose and mm. updating my suicide note to oh yeah Kevin laughs at. yeah that was a weird moment
0: roasted mm-hmm. goose though I'd try that out for sure mm-hmm. let's see the next one for you what artist did Jeff blow off his section of the paper to go see if you don't know this tells me that you don't know who this person is and you should I am just trying to remember who he said um... but if you knew who it was you wouldn't have to remember you would remember that oh they mentioned this person Which tells me that you don't know who this person is, and you should. He's great. And weird. Tom
1: Waits. Yeah.
0: Do you know who Tom Waits is? Yeah. He's got this really like growly voice, and his music's all really weird.
1: Don't you dare assume I don't know who Tom Waits is. I have a Tom Waits song in my Rumba playlist that I use for work. What song? Temptation, I think.
0: Okay. He's in Licorice Pizza. Oh, really? Yeah, he does some acting. He's great. I love Tom Waits legend. my That was my question. It's your turn. I don't have any more. Okay, I've got one more for you. How does Cornwallis describe three of the study group members who might untie him? He's
1: like, you are <sighs> yeah. this, you are this, and you are this. Shirley is the like, over worked single mother or something. Mm, none of those words were right, but the, the idea yeah, sentiment. Was... Um, the type A... Something was Annie. Okay. And Abed was really mean, and I really didn't like this part, uh, but he called <laughs> him, like, uh, socially inept Muslim or something like that. Wow, socially inept. That's a, what you're projecting a, a, on this, huh? Socially something. I don't know. No,
0: they were type A Lolita. <laughs> Do you know Lolita? It's a I, book and movie yeah. about, like, a old man and a young girl mm-hmm. or something. I don't yeah. know but people celebrate it for some reason, so maybe there's something there's else There's a Lon Del Rey song with that title it. that I like. Uh, Put
1: Upon Housewife. Put Upon Housewife. And was. Odd
0: Emotionless Muslim.
1: Yeah. And then he goes on to keep saying really rude things about Abed. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't like that.
0: All right, well, let's move on from that. That's all I questions. didn't like that.
1: Let's see what people wrote into
0: us because we always do like that when people write us in emails.
1: Ooh, yeah. First email. Knots. It's from our proud, naughty by nature Papa himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, Communities on Twitter. Hi, guys. Naughty intro- nature and nurture. Hey, yo. Um, <laughs> intro to Knots originally had Pierce, but due to uh, Chevy's tantrum on the previous Mm -hmm. week was replaced by kin at the last minute and it really worked better than expected i think it does
0: honestly there Mm -hmm. are there are a couple of things about what chang does in this episode that moves the story along with the tying up of it all that i think makes more sense with the character that is supposed to be like brand dead right
1: now Mm -hmm. you know what i mean
0: yeah it would be stupider if it was pierce
1: say what did you do that on purpose? What did the I tying say tying up of it all? I just heard you go ha ha ha, ha. cuz you well, said the tying up of it all. Because I
0: was describing the part of the episode where they tie him up. It wasn't a play on words. It was just oh, me I thought you meant about like the happens. tying
1: up of like the episode tying up mm-hmm. as well as him literally <laughs> tying up.
0: Like no, but what I'm saying what I'm saying is like because Chang being the one that ties up Cornwallis or doesn't and gets it blamed on him, he's clueless anyway, so he's going to be like, "Yeah, I guess I did this." Whereas Pierce, if it was him doing it, it'd be like Well, why doesn't he say that he did it himself or something?
1: Yeah, exactly. They originally planned to shoot scenes in single continuous shots, but for a show like Community, it became too difficult. So large parts of the episode have it and others don't. Also, McDowell is wearing those glasses because he just had some type of eye surgery. Mm -hmm. Have a great one, guys. I don't mind the glasses,
0: though. I think they were a nice touch. He has these darkened sunglasses. Mm -hmm. Um, What does Troy's gift to Abed say? yippee Kaye Mother Christmas?
1: Is it Father Christmas?
0: Father, well, because in or the line it? in Die Hard is Yippee-ki-yay, mother Don't f- Don't
1: quote Die Hard to me like I've I have never seen it. all never like, seen like, seen five Die, Die Hard movies. Never seen it. But it wow, sure does you, get
0: referenced in all of the sitcoms that I watch.
1: Yeah, you should watch Die Hard. All right. Yeah, Die Hard's great. Um, but just who did the Jeff first go listen to listen to instead of doing sequels? his... Watch all of them. Okay, sorry, go ahead. Even the one with Justin Long. Live free or die hard. That sounds fun. I like Justin Long. I do too. Then there's one more after that where he's like even older. Justin Long. Bruce Willis, not Justin Long. (laughs) (laughs) Although Bruce Willis has looked the same since like the 90s. He's now just starting to look a little older.
0: Bruce Willis movie that's like a space sci-fi kind of thing. And apparently it's really bad and it he like really phones in what he's doing. He add him I don't know where it was that we talked about it, but add him to the list of action stars that are basically doing
1: everything sitting down nowadays. But that's like crazy because I love just about I'll say I like Pretty much every Bruce Willis movie I've ever seen. Yeah, I'm a pretty big Bruce Willis fan. Here
0: lately, he's been doing like several movies a year that oh. you don't hear of, and there's a reason why. Yeah, I love the Red movies; those are good. Okay, I, um, seen I don't know if I've ever seen a movie that stars Bruce Willis. Wow, you
1: are really missing out. I haven't out, even chief. seen
0: like The Sixth Sense or anything.
1: You never seen Fifth Element. No, I don't. Zachary, not, I don't. I'm not
0: even familiar with that. I don't think.
1: Fifth element, him, Mila Djokovic, Chris uh-huh. Tucker's really funny in it. Okay. It's like let's futuristic. Move on. Well
0: let's just what, what was the question that you started? Sorry, you I just can't get over thing. you've never
1: seen a Bruce Willis movie. Sorry. I,
0: wow. I saw him on Friends. Does that count?
1: Yeah, he's great on Friends. <laughs> um, where does Pierce buy all of his papers? I don't know. <laughs> a lot of that for me this week, I don't know. Thunder Mifflin? I don't know. Uh okay. To Abed, Yippi Kaye, Father Christmas. It was, it was then, Father Christmas. Then Tom Waits, and then he... Uh, Neil. Wait, I don't think you
0: asked the Tom Waits one. I did. I you guys just didn't actually it, listen to me But I don't think it, we Zach. answered it or
1: anything. I did. I both read it and answered <laughs> it.
0: <laughs> While I was somewhere totally different.
1: Yes. <laughs> uh, okay, That's great. That's okay, Zach. That's okay. It's all right. The people Tom here hear what I say. I would have known it if I was listening. Um, so, where where the does Pierce show? buy off his papers from Neil?
0: Oh, yeah. I remember that line. Uh, mm-hmm. He... Jeff did the math on how the paper would end up, and he knew the yeah. Would, yeah, I was thinking like newspapers.
1: Mm, yeah, I thought he meant like just like paper. Uh, our next thanks, Dad. Uh, our next email is from Taylor. Good old Tim Tam. As good as uh, it gets. That Tim-Tam. he says, Howdy, Steven.
0: Do you know what Tim Tam is? No. It's a cookie, like a chocolate covered cookie kind of thing. I think it's oh. like a Canadian or British like treat. Good Tim for Tams. him. There's a bunch of different kinds of them. Yeah, Tim Tam. That's oh, why Good for you,
1: Tim Tam. Tim. Timmy, Timmy. Um, howdy, Steven. Good tidings, Zach. Okay. I am a blast at holiday parties. I like it. I believe uh, it. Yeah. Tim Tam seems like a fun guy. Tim Tam does seem like a fun guy.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, it's frozen over in Texas this week, so here's to hoping for safe roads and warm fireplaces. For sure. It's a snow catastrophe.
0: I mean, it's Thursday when we record. I don't know what it will be like. On Monday when this comes out, but there sure is a lot of snow outside.
1: Yeah. Um, trivia. What movie didn't do the trick for Pierce's sensitivity training? Invictus. Invictus. And then what cheese goes well with Macallan Neat? Shut
0: up, Steven. I heard the way you said Macallan. It's Monterey <laughs> Jack, I believe. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Which I haven't tried that combo. I should.
0: Shut the up i hate you so much
1: i I should give that combination
0: monterey jack to pair with this
1: (laughs) well and and i'm i'm a a slob because i only have McAllen 12 not 18
0: and they're like sir this is a tgi (laughs) friday
1: we have the monterey jack cheese but we don't have the the (laughs) scotch um funny moments kevin bad i have changnesia i'm not a dog (laughs) And then, Again, Anne Shirley, who I didn't mention earlier because she at- intimidates you sexually. And Meh. then, I know you're in there. I can smell you.
0: Meh.
1: <laughs> and then, <laughs> I gotta go drop a deuce. <laughs> that, that did yeah. make me laugh. Mm-hmm. That was good. Um, this isn't a great episode, but I like the parts that I like a lot. That's fair. Um, I love Annie decorating Jeff's apartment so much. Jeff is smiling at her the entire scene. His eyes don't leave hers for a second, and his guard is completely down. Look,
0: (laughs) (laughs) I don't read into stuff like this that much. What I will say, the Jeff and Annie stuff in the beginning was kind of cute, not Mm. annoying like it was in the Inspector Space Time episode. And it didn't bog down the whole episode. They let Annie have a different reason for doing the stuff that she's doing in this episode, which is great. I hate when she just exists in an episode to make googly eyes at Jeff. I don't mind if she makes googly eyes at Jeff, but that's Mm -hmm. not who she is this week.
1: Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I'll give you that Um, one, Tammy. He he acts tough and annoyed, but enjoys every second of it. Also, yeah, I really like Jeff's
0: delivery. Sorry, I like Jeff's delivery when. uh, when Annie's like, we can try these curtains for a few nights and you can take them down if you want. And he's like, yeah, let's take them down. But he mm-hmm. says it with a smile and it's cute. Yeah. It is cute.
1: Um. Also, when Cornwallis says there's bound to be some romantic entanglements, Jeff and Annie look at each other all cute. I did notice that one. Um, gosh, is how he ends it. Uh, Pierce... Pierce's absence is distracting, Kevin is annoying, Cornwallis is insufferable, Abed is fun with his diehard bit, I don't care about the grade on the paper at all, and the stakes are just low. I didn't mind Kevin this episode. No, I don't either. But I am inclined to agree with some other parts. Uh, Edit, I forgot about the darkest timeline tease. I actually don't mind that plot. It's an interesting, bizarro angle.
0: I have an issue with it, but not so much what they do in this episode. It's more what yeah. they're going to do in a couple episodes. But we'll talk about that when we get to the end tag. Yeah.
1: Um, MVP is probably Jeff. Good speeches, snappy dialogue, nice interactions with the gang. Annie does a great job, too. Her Shirley-Valedictorian rivalry is pretty good for this episode and next. I think, this, I think next week is the Troy-Abed body swap, mm-hmm. Britta breakup. I despise that plot line. At least we get a bunch Aww. of Leonard in the B plot.
0: I really like that episode.
1: Yeah, I, I remember liking it, but I don't remember exactly all the deets. Uh shorter email this week, solidly in the bottom third of community episodes. Oh well, season four is almost over. Getting mm. that much closer to my personal favorite season, season six. Keep Hot it up, y'all. Jimmy see Pan. you next week. Um side note, why does six four Jeff Winger own a stepladder if not for tiny Annie Edison? Aww. Huh? Checkmate, Liberals. <laughs> Probably to decorate the tree, but still.
0: <laughs> and also, there's no thought into it. It's just uh, 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 the set designers being like, there has to be something so Allison and Brie can reach. They don't think like, <laughs> but Jeff is 6'4", which means, you know what I mean? I don't think, I, I think sometimes. You're wrong, Zach. They knew what they were doing. nerds think a little too <laughs> deep. I'm just kidding. <laughs> the whole reason we do this is to read way too deep into every little bit of it.
1: Thanks, Thank, Tim Tam. Thanks, Tammy. <laughs> uh, we've got one more email. Okay. Uh, this one's from Danny M. First Lugo. First I'm writing in, do we know this
0: person? I, I, think, is she <laughs> I
1: know. Uh, Merry Christmas, Zach and Steven. Thanks, I fully forgot February. about this episode, and I've seen it at least twice this past year, so I guess I don't care that much about it. Funniest moment to me was the Dean storming out of the room, but touching Jeff's abs on the way out. Sorry for the repeats in this quick round of trivia. Um, In what order did the study group arrive to Jeff's place?
0: Oh, shoot. Well, Annie. Annie.
1: Shirley. Abed? Abed, then Troy and Troy and and Britta. No, I... Ooh. And
0: also, where does Kevin fit in? He came last. Before Cornwallis? Yeah. Okay. Were Troy and Britta last, or was Abed last before Chang? I feel like
1: Abed came after them. Okay. Because he like, has all the bags of popcorn and is like... Yeah, okay. Um, what appetizers did Shirley and Annie bring out? Well, the... Either
0: salmon or bacon-wrapped asparagus and, and mango then... with
1: ham. Mm-hmm. Um, which sounds yummy. Uh, according know. to Chang, how do you tie a knot?
0: All I know is at the end he's like, and the kids go marching down the well or something like yeah,
1: that. Yeah, he says something know. about like a it's bunny like Put or... a thing
0: on a thing and yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, what kind of pudding did the professor say it was his yearly Christmas Plum pudding. tradition? Plum pudding. Big hugs, Danny. Thanks for writing in, Danny. Thank Hope you enjoyed you your Patreon reward of a weekend getaway. Yeah, if you put, if you put the right money into the show,
0: you get to go home with Steven. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not cheap,
1: but I'm not that expensive
0: either. Yeah. So There's a price to it, but you'd be surprised how low it is. We're just lonely guys. <laughs> we just love hugs. Is that it? Do we have any that's more it, That's it. That's what we've got. Well, thanks for everyone writing in. Next week, we're talking about... What's that episode called off the top of my head? Basic Human Anatomy. So if you want to write in your 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 trivia your favorite funny moment and your episode mvp to can't disappoint podcast at gmail.com we'll be talking about that one next week get it sent in by thursday do it all right steven what's next it's time to to see what you remember about this episode we've watched this this four favorite funny moments i think so yeah i think it always has been i think you're deflecting Mm -hmm. i never remember well, it's time to see how you remember this episode because we've watched it more than just this time since starting it's true. this podcast. You should know it relatively well. Well,
1: but did that make me pay less attention to it because I had seen it recently? It certainly did me a yeah. little. <laughs> uh, I don't know, but on the
0: other hand, the episode is a bottle episode that really plays like a one-act play
1: mm-hmm. where
0: like everything's happening in front of you. So it's not like there are a ton of threads to follow. Yeah. Are you, how do you feel? Do you think you're ready?
1: I would love to get a better grade than the study group did on their paper.
0: Well, spoiler alert! Head over to the Patreon for Brokeback Bebop, where I recap things. In 20 you did seconds a really good job less. on your second one. The second one, I got an A. Let's see yeah. if you could do better than Papa over here. Okay.
1: I don't remember communities on Twitter doing a recap of an episode, but we absolutely should make. it. I do can that also sometime. be daddy.
0: There can be several. I can be daddy.
1: I call you exclusively, mommy. All right, Aunt everybody, Janice it's time to find out. Did grandma Steven Roo?
0: watch the episode? Did Steven this week? watch the
1: episode this week?
0: Tried to throw a curveball. yeah.
1: Tried to wait a second. All right, you got out.
0: twenty seconds. Are you ready?
1: I am. Three, two, one. Go. Everyone in the study group except for Pierce is going over to Jess for the Christmas party. Um, surprise, Kevin's there. Surprise, Andy invited the teacher because they got an F on their test. Psych, she was lying. They got a C- because Jeff blew off his part. Everyone else did great. Cornwallis is there. Chang ties him up, but he was really fake tied up the whole time because Cheng can't tie a knot. Uh, Cornwallis is sad and misses his daughter, but she was not really around in the first place. Stop. Um,
0: uh, you didn't get anything about him like uh, prying into the study group. That I feel like that's kind of mm-hmm. the whole thing, really, of the episode is him like playing mind games on them to try to get them to turn on one another and stuff. The other thing I noticed: Did Annie invite Cornwallis? I thought Jeff did. No. Why would Jeff invite him? To make Annie happy? I
1: don't know. No. It was for you sure clown. Oh,
0: it was for sure Annie. Well, sorry, you still did okay, not great. But it's not a B minus. I think it is a B, because you a didn't B? really Thank get any. I would have liked a little. I would have liked a lot
1: more about sure. the,
0: the emotional stakes of this, sure. I wanted to get the big plot points before
1: ship. I I dove into the 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 the, the Grinch. I, the you're, you're I, what's that? the what's the emotional one? What? The id, the ego, and the oh, I don't the know, izma. the id, the ego, and the isma. That's it. Yeah. All right, well,
0: next let's move right into those favorite funny moments. Uh, I didn't have a bunch. It's not a super funny episode. I wrote down a couple little things. Yeah. Um, Troy, I don't even, I wrote this down. I don't even remember what it is. Oh, they're like trying to figure out who tied up Cornwallis, and Troy's like, is it me? (laughs) Uh, Uh, Chang saying doink as he hands off presents. He's like, mm -hmm. doink? Doink. I thought that was funny. Uh, And Troy's line about heat.
1: Like there'd be heat, but I'm not, I'm not, I'd be, so I'd be, no I'd
0: heat.
1: be rambling oh, heat. Yeah, that was funny. That's um, I, I wrote down two Troy lines, uh, when he's like, when and he's like, I have good dudes and bad dudes, And he's like, black licorice. That was funny. Um, when Britta's like talking to him and he's like, I'm sorry, I've just seen an old friend and then he <laughs> needs to go give up his present. Uh, and then I thought it was funny when the Dean was like, if you're going to not invite me to your Christmas party, at least do it when I'm at spin class. That mm. made me really laugh. And him leaving and touching the abs made me laugh really hard too.
0: But they're all kind of like little moments. There isn't, yeah. a,
1: there isn't a huge laugh in the episode.
0: No. And with that, let's dive in. Steven, we've watched this episode together before. Uh, did we both put it as our least favorite Christmas yes. episode? Uh, and, and that's kind of unfair because this versus the other episodes is only sort of a christmas episode all yeah. of the other christmas episodes are very much like a christmas special this one is more just an episode that happens to take place around christmas
1: time yeah i it it does this show a disservice to like have this be a holiday themed episode i get that it's kind of the central point of why they're all together but the other ones are also grand. Even the season one, which is, you know. A little there's like lower a fight, level, but, there's but like, it's
0: very much a Christmas
1: episode. Yeah, Anthony Michael it's Hall's It's like about there. Christmas
0: and what Christmas means to all the different characters.
1: Yeah, and that episode's really funny, you know. In mm-hmm. season two, you get Ovid's Un- Uncontrollable Christmas, which is a crazy, like, concept to do a whole mm-hmm. Claymation episode, you know. And then season three of the Glee one, which is so funny mm-hmm. and, like, is big musical numbers throughout it. And this one, it's there in Jeff's apartment. And nothing really happens that's consequential to the series.
0: When we watched the episode alongside other holiday episodes, we watched it expecting it to have that season four stink on it. And we like Mm -hmm. were at least, I I feel like I remember being pleasantly surprised by it when we were were expecting season four to be something different than what it actually is. Mm -hmm. Uh, However, watching it just now in direct relation to season four This probably sits pretty close to the bottom of what we've watched so far. Wow. Um, Like, History 101 and the whale episode and the German episode are
1: pretty bad. And Chinese episode. It's not great either. I think
0: I'd rather watch that one before this one.
1: Wow. I think I would. Yeah.
0: I don't know what it is. I think it's because... Okay, so there's the whole conceit that the episode is not only a bottle episode, but at first that it well, it's happening in real time, mm-hmm. and it's uh, at first all in one shot, but they don't hold on to that very long. Mm-hmm. I I feel like the style, although they pull off, it doesn't feel very community. It feels like I'm watching like a kind of badly written like Gilmore Girls episode. The way that the dialogue <laughs> shoots around, it's not part of what makes. The, the humor of the the characters bumping off each other so good is the fast-paced editing of it mm-hmm. but since this episode kind of is like a play it's a little bit slower uh the dialogue's good the characters are good but it's just a little slow and boring yeah and based I don't know coming right off the puppet episode that was supposed to have this big emotional thing that kind of fell flat onto the ground this one's at least better than that but it kind of feels like It's happening again right after the last episode. Like another big, can the study group get past this emotional upheaval? And yes, they can. Yeah, I just didn't feel the stakes at any point in this. Let's dive into it. The first section of the episode, not even all the way through to the theme song, but a lot of this opening bit is done in one shot. How -hmm. do you feel about that? Is it something that you noticed?
1: Um... I don't think it goes on long enough or that there's enough movement. It does for a movement. while, though. You'll have to watch it here. Because well, if it's... I could finish my sentence. <laughs> okay,
0: go ahead. Go ahead.
1: There's not enough movement for it to really matter. Like, it's not as impressive because they're in, you know, they're just going on two corners, maybe yeah. three, of a room that's two rooms and technically has, like, eight to nine walls that are available, and they only use two or three of them, then it, it makes it a lot less exciting. It would been interesting to see the version of this episode where they do follow
0: through with that, and yeah. we get to see the whole episode like that, like uh, from them going to the bedroom to talk about Cornwallis to coming back, if that was all one shot, and if it all happened like that. Exactly. Because well, first...
1: I love when movies and shows do that, and I think it's really impressive how they capture movement and how they deal with like the height and getting through small spaces while still keeping that illusion is really impressive. But because this is such a small scale way of doing it comparatively to a lot of the movies that do that really, really well, doesn't really do anything or add anything to the episode for me because they didn't follow through. My first and probably biggest issue with this episode is for two
0: weeks in a row, I feel like this is the type of thing that would have been better with the involvement of Dan Harmon because they had this idea... To do the whole episode, the whole episode in one continuous shot, or like you know, there are filmmaking tricks like to yeah. yeah. There are uh, a movie nineteen twelve that came out a year or two ago was mm-hmm. a a war film that all took place in real time and looked as if the whole movie was done in one shot. Stuff like that can be really really impressive, uh, and and on set they very quickly realized that that was going to be hard for everyone. It was going to be hard to frame, very mm-hmm. hard to perform for the actors, hard to do takes when mess up ha- when mess ups happen it just wasn't going to work i feel like with dan harmon on the set he would have been like well then i guess the set's just going to be miserable this week because that's what we're doing yeah, this week yeah totally and that's kind of the crux of like was season 4 the 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 change behind the scenes a good thing or not because i'm sure it's better on the set For the people to be like, hey, we're going to make things a little easier on you guys this week. But it's undoubtedly better for the show when you've got someone like Dan Harmon who's like, no, this is what it's supposed to be, and Mm -hmm. it's only going to work if we do it exactly like this. And I don't know that this episode would have been saved if they were able to keep that thing going, but it would have been at least a little more interesting, I
1: think. Absolutely. It would have been cool.
0: So, yeah, let's talk about this. Uh, I remember community said last week that this was a good Jeff and Annie episode and I was like is it because I don't think it really is much of one
1: no there's like They're a kind couple of little things up. But, mm-hmm. but it's mostly this just one scene in the beginning well and I think that it's fueled a lot by the fact that evil Jeff and evil Annie make out and I think that a lot of people connect that to the real world Jeff and Annie See, which is I why it's such all. a Jeff and Annie episode yeah
0: interesting so Annie shows up To Jeff's house, the first person, um, and she shows up with a bunch of things to decorate Jeff's apartment with to make it look a little more lively. You've got to give Allison Breeze some credit because this is that one-shot scene, Mm -hmm. and she has to remember all of these lines, remember which props she has to put up to decorate the thing. She has to like set, dress, and act at the same time. Not that Joel doesn't have to as well, but Annie's really running the scene, and I think Allison does a great job. I agree. And I do see a little bit that Jeff is doing the non-committal but smiling at Annie thing. It is kind of cute, Mm -hmm. but I I just don't see this as an episode that focuses on that hardly at all. Any more than any other episode where they kind of smile at each other. Yeah. I like the runner here now that as everyone shows up uh, to this party that was supposed to not have gifts, of course everyone brought gifts except for Mm -hmm. Jeff, which just makes perfect sense. Yeah. So let's see who shows up. Shirley shows up first. Is that what we said? Mm-hmm. I don't, is it? It's what I said. I don't know about you, Chief. You know I don't listen. I know. <laughs> then Britta, Britta, and I Troy yeah, Britta and Troy are cool. before Abed. It happens mm-hmm. really fast, so I didn't think of it that that much. Uh, this episode doesn't forget that, that Troy and Britta are together. No, the they last remember. have. But next week is the breakup episode. Mm-hmm. And I still... Man, at the as this relationship, as this chapter of the show comes to a close, I feel like I look at it as one of Community's biggest missed opportunities. Yeah. They never tried to do this with the characters. They never tried to make any of them in, like, a consistent relationship. And they didn't have to make the show about it all of a sudden, but they just forgot about it. And then we're, it was like... Uh, the Dean being next door to Jeff, they forgot about it. Then something comes up where they have to address it so they do, and then they get rid of it pretty much as soon as they can. Yeah. And that makes me sad because they have a lot of chemistry together. Even just walking into a room together, you're like, that's a couple.
1: Yeah. I. It sucks because I really did enjoy most of the stuff that they did with the two of them in the season. They just didn't do enough of it. Chang even shows up before Ovid. Wow. And I like Kevin in this episode.
0: I think it works that he's here. If you know what's going on behind the scenes, it's pretty clear that he's just showing up because uh, someone had to say Chevy's lines because he can't be on the set with everybody anymore. But I think it works really well with Kevin. Um, Like I said, in the episode, the Changnesia episode, where they take Changnesia so seriously, I like it a lot better when he's just there to be an idiot and everyone's kind of like Chang's an idiot. Yeah. There's no like funny. real belief going on here, I don't think. Then Abed shows up last. I feel like we get kind of that sleepy season
1: 4 Abed this week. I like Abed this week. Yeah? Yeah. I enjoyed him. He was he's not, but he was in the contention for my MVP. Abed's Christmas gift for everyone is it popcorn in bags? Yeah.
0: I think that's really, really cute. The little mm-hmm. Ziploc baggies of popcorn that he made, just like how he brings garbage dip to. They, it's a very yeah. Abed gift, and it's very thoughtful in like a Abed put this together mm-hmm. kind of way. They comment that Pierce is here. They're like, everybody's here except for Pierce. They make one line about Pierce being in sensitivity training, and everyone's like, all right, well, now we can start the show. Yeah. Uh, and what's going on here this is see they've already broken the one shot thing it didn't last very long Mm -hmm. pretty much as soon as everybody was inside or even before that i kind of lost track of when it stopped
1: i think it stopped after everyone got there this is
0: when annie uh uh brings up that they're failing a history paper
1: um which is a big deal because why oh that's funny in the subtitles here it spells kendra's name with a k but on hulu they put kendra with a q
0: And I think it's clearly supposed to be because they're just making little references to the show. Mm -hmm. It's definitely got to be Quindra. There's no Mm -hmm. doubt about it. Uh, Why are they upset about the history paper? Uh, Annie was trying to be valedictorian, and Jeff is trying to graduate early. Well, I don't think they don't know that, though. But he mentions it. Oh, does he? i need a paper to graduate like subtly i think there's a, yeah a later on episode where it becomes a bigger deal but mm-hmm. he does say it where he's like this
1: is gonna screw oh, up i my, forgot because he said it in graduation. the first episode in history 101 yeah that was the conflict of the whole yeah. first episode um yeah they're upset early. because they they failed this big paper and annie's like i needed that and just like i needed that to graduate uh, i don't like early graduation
0: the whole how they make a whole thing out of it being Jeff is the one who tanked the paper, I
1: yeah. don't like
0: that first Jeff gets all up in arms and then lets it slip pretty soon after that he was the why does he yeah get so he should have kept arms?
1: that up for longer, and he tells Britta right away
0: like instantly, and that's the bad news when Annie says she has good and bad news. The good news is that she <laughs> invited the professor, you're right it was Annie, of course it was Annie they're inviting Cornwallis, this creepy old. Professor of their history class that we've learned previously. Uh, Annie let him rub her feet for answers. We learned yeah. that last week, and also in the first episode, we learned that he used to work at was it Cambridge, Oxford, Oxford, and that he uh, uh, had some stuff with co-eds over there. So it's interesting to bring him into this. This is the first time we've seen Cornwallis since his first episode. Is that true, or is he? We shown maybe up have seen that? him one, one other, other time. time? And now everyone's just kind of waiting for him to show up. And Abed does have a couple of good meadow lines in this episode here where he's like, let's all just sit here and wait for him to show up because it's Mm -hmm. the only plot point we need to get to next. And then he knocks on the door instantly. Let's talk about Cornwallis. Malcolm McDowell is one of the... Most iconic actors of all time. He's in this episode in this season as their professor. He features really heavily in this one. What do you think about him? What do you think about the character? I
1: like Malcolm McDowell. I think he's a great actor, and I like seeing him in things. I think that I don't particularly like Cornwallis, but I don't think you're supposed to. Mm -hmm. Um, Does it
0: make – is that why the episode's kind of boring? Because we don't like Cornwallis. He's not very chaotic, and so
1: much of it is focused on him. I think possibly. I think that's part of it. I think that his character in the show is one that works in shorter spurts. But if you have a whole episode, the shtick kind of gets old a little bit.
0: Well, it's almost like it. it it's not that his shtick gets old. It's that the fact that there really isn't any shtick to yeah. this character becomes very clear. There's not really anything to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing I do kind of like about this episode is this is the most we've ever done with one of the like this season's guest teacher or whatever. We never had this with Michael K Williams. Um it is kind of nice to 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 see that the show does remember that these characters like fill up the world. Um mm-hmm. I do kind of like that we we get to spend more time with them than we do with other the professors. I think Malcolm McDowell because of course he's Malcolm McDowell uh does a decent enough job. Yeah. But again, instantly I don't care about the stakes that they've set up for this episode. I don't care if they're going to pass a paper or not. Yeah, I don't believe that all of them care if they're going to pass this paper or not. The focus of the episode should have been that they they tie up the guy and, and it looks as if they kidnapped him more than – at the root of it, it's about the paper more than anything. Yeah.
1: Oh, they did like a one-shot thing there.
0: There are a couple of them, but it's mm-hmm. weird because they're disjointed from everything else. Yeah. Uh, what happened that made Troy walk away from Britta a second she ago? She was
1: uh, Going saying on and that she on thought that she was the reason the paper got the lower grade because he could tell that it was written by a strong, independent woman.
0: Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> and then Troy says, I've just seen an old friend and goes over to, to give yes, Abed me, his Christmas present but I've just seen early. an old friend. He, he gives him a, a, a tattered, bloodied white, wife beater to, to get the diehard thing going for Abed, who's really on a diehard kick this week. Great
1: Christmas it's cool. movie.
0: It's a little moment. Well, let me say, it's a nice moment when Abed says, you're getting really good at Christmas, Troy. And then for whatever reason, both of their faces go blank, they smile, and they both just walk <laughs> off awkwardly together. The, yeah. It's like the scene is over, smile, walk over. That was really weird. That moment yeah. stood out to me every time. because It's like their faces just die.
1: It is weird. It's like, okay, guys, move out of the way so we can continue this shot. And then when the camera keeps going
0: and follows over to Jeff and Cornwallis talking, it doesn't feel like a fluid real-time thing. It feels like Troy and Abed stop, and mm-hmm. then Cornwallis and Jeff go from stop into go. Mo- it's like you can see them begin the scene. Yeah. It's a little weird. I do like the way Cornwallis delivers his line when Jeff offers him a fancy drink. When he's like, "I mm-hmm. figured you in America, we'd we'd mix it with cherry pop and and Monterey Jack cheese." I thought the way that he delivered that was kind of funny. Yeah. Oh, melon slices. Melon slices with ham, and you know what? Melon slices is what I wrote down in my trivia question. But really, then you okay. said mango, and I already kind of
1: second guessed myself. I wow, was like, He's gotta stick be right. with your with your gut sometimes. But let's see about the other one. It was it was wrapped in salmon. I was right
0: about both of them.
1: Yeah, good job. I didn't buddy. get
0: many of the trivia questions question right, but right. I did write my own down <laughs> correctly, and that's not nothing. <laughs> There's a lot of conversation in this episode that I don't feel anything that I have to say about.
1: Yeah, basically Jeff is trying to butter up the professor. The professor is hitting on Annie. But nothing funny or exciting is really happening. No. He tells Britta to go jiggle something. Also, is Britta about to drink red wine with orange juice? Yeah, she has red wine in a juice box. What's that about? Yeah, I can't say I'm familiar with that one. Oh, is the juice box for Troy? No, Troy's. That's, pro- that's cute. It might be. If that's the case, that's really funny. Every time that's I watched nice this episode, I was like, oh, she's gonna mix those two. But now that I'm thinking, maybe it's for Troy. Maybe that's it is sweet. for Troy. And
0: it's not that Troy doesn't or couldn't drink. He might have just been like, are there any juice boxes? I'll take a yeah. juice box. This is where Jeff very quickly gives up the information that he's the one that tanked the test. And I don't even care about that like that everybody is gonna get mad at jeff no and nobody nobody got mad at jeff for one singular moment nobody this whole episode is like in a little bit the professor just trying to get them mad at each other and they never really do get mad at each other maybe it would be a little
1: bit better if they did but i don't know the only actual conflict that takes place is annie and shirley a little bit
0: I like how Jeff runs through his math of why he was allowed to to flunk his yeah. part to go see Tom Waits. I thought that was a clever bit of writing about you know Pierce is gonna buy his off off Neil Annie will try Annie and Shirley will try
1: hard Britta will do okay. Mm-hmm. I thought that was cool. Yeah, I do think it's funny when Chang like is trying to do a card trick, and he's like, is this a card? And he said, no, it isn't Queen of Hearts. He's like, no, I'm asking, is this a card? Is this a card?
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's funny, but is it that funny? I just feel like, I definitely feel like the concept for this episode, was harder for them to write than they expected because mm-hmm. they have to come up with all of these party conversations and quirks and jokes before, like, anything really happens in the episode. And none of it means anything, and none of it is particularly entertaining or funny. You're just waiting for, like, the big thing to happen. And then when it does, the episode still keeps up the same pace. So I'm still just as bored.
1: Yeah. We do finally get the reveal that they didn't actually fail. They got a C-, minus because yeah. the professor says that you know he can tell that jeff is brown nosing and yeah and and he's like you know i get it. it's because i gave you a c minus and then which annie had lied and told him they failed why would she do that yeah something I like i'd be to... pissed too though if i were if i were one of the study group yeah. and annie's like we, we're, we got an f on this test we have to work to fix this and we really did not get an f i'd be pretty pissed because jeff had the math right it was a c minus mm-hmm
0: Some little bit of acting I noticed from Malcolm McDowell that I liked here. This is like a continuous shot where Annie and Cornwallis are talking. Jeff comes up to give Cornwallis a drink and to take Annie away, and then they keep talking. When Jeff hands Cornwallis the drink, he, like, doesn't have any more lines, and and Malcolm McDowell tries to, like, improvise and keep conversation going, but when Jeff hands him the drink, he goes, like, is this the hammer, and then he takes a sip of it, and it's just a funny little nice. bit that I noticed every time, that he, like, he tries to keep the scene going, but clearly mm-hmm. they weren't equipped to do that for this episode. Yeah. <laughs> I want to bring up because something that community said last week stuck with me about how the whole Annie revelation about Cornwallis and the puppet episode undercuts why she's so worried here about the valedictorian thing. I don't think that's true at all because I think especially if she's trying to become the valedictorian Mm -hmm. and she's going to do poorly on a test that she'd be willing to do some shady stuff
1: to make sure that she keeps her stuff going. I took that as him saying that kind of the other way around that because she doesn't have to worry about it because he can just keep rubbing her feet then she wouldn't be have to go through all this to get a better grade she would just Hmm. take care of it herself
0: well i think there is also that annie feels pretty dirty about it after the fact and is like this was a one-time thing Mm -hmm. i don't know i don't think it's that big of a deal i don't think it undercuts it that much this is the part of the episode where Cornwallis kind of starts to be a shitster cuz he walks up to them and he's like, "Well,
1: guess what, winger, you succeeded and now you've got an F." Oh, well, to be fair, how, he blah, 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 did, blah. you know, <laughs> Jeff was talking not great about him and called him a pompous Anglo ass and said that Where's he was Where's the lie? Yeah, still. Yeah. Pretty disrespectful. He
0: did just like they inter- they They invited him to this party, and then he shows up, and they're all just, like, walking around him and, like, talking shit about him. Yeah.
1: Also, I like that Jeff is like, we can, don't worry, we'll figure this out, and then leaves the professor alone, and he's like, we're going to have an aside, actually. It's really awkward.
0: He's like, everybody, come here. If you were at a party, and it was like, everybody, but this one person, let's come (laughs) in the room and plot. But they have to do that so what happens on the outside of the room can
1: happen. I like the line about if Scrooge McDuck were a real person, it'd be him. That's funny.
0: Pretty much they all come to this room to argue for a little bit. There's nothing really in this scene. Then they hear Cornwallis start yelling and they come back in and Cornwallis has been tied up. And gosh, I get what they're going for here, kind of. It's such a shitty, tied up job. Cornwallis yeah. could get the f*** out. He obviously ends up being the person who did this. But I don't believe at all, at all, that he's like upset or 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 trying to get out of this restraint in this, in this moment. It's... Very cheesy, and it very much feels like of of an episode of Community that's trying to be this like sophisticated, like walk and talk kind of episode. Yeah, it feels very cheesy and out of a of a, of a lesser show that would do this. Like, oh no! While we were all in the other room, who tied him up? How are we ever gonna find? I don't know. It just I
1: don't I don't know. Well, and here's what surprises me: that all of the study group immediately go along with just keeping him hostage until he yeah, improves their grade. Yeah, nobody's
0: like clearly something has happened let's just let this guy go and maybe he'll help them out for having helped him out because Mm -hmm. chang is deranged there's never ever in this entire episode a conversation of like well should we just let him go yeah so yeah now they're blackmailing him to, to to get a higher grade and they all feel real cutesy about themselves
1: also, there, when he says, I'll call the police, his arm is moving very freely around. Yeah,
0: he barely looks tied up at all. <laughs> He's not. He could stand up and walk away with that yeah. restraint. His legs aren't restrained. he just have the chair connected to him.
1: I also am not a huge fan of the runner of them saying they're going to like lie to the cops and saying he was trying to like sexually assault them or at least get some sort of inappropriate with them. That's not good. You said you liked the bit where Annie's like,
0: you, you, or someone said it, maybe it wasn't you, but that uh, you were going to come after me or Britta. And then Shirley's upset. So she goes, or Shirley, who you're uh, uh, frightened of sexually, or whatever the exact line is. Yeah, I think Tim Tam put that as a. Theme. I don't like that runner because it's one of those things of community being like, we know we have a problem with how we write Shirley. We're not mm-hmm. going to write her better. We're just going to make jokes about shouldn't we yeah. write Shirley better? That's what that feels like to me. Mm hmm. But then they use it again a little bit later with the Annie-Shirley thing, and I don't mind that as much. But Mm -hmm. this was a – instead of just never letting Shirley be a sexual object and then making a joke about it, why don't they just let her be a sexual object for a change? Mm -hmm. Cornwallis could have been
1: really into Shirley. That would have been fun. I think it would have been really funny if he wasn't into Annie and was into Shirley. I feel like it's because the writers
0: and stuff are really into it annie and, and yeah. britta and they don't think of shirley that way so no one in the universe of the show does but that's just my mm-hmm. my thing uh can you explain is there a die hard scene the the abed showing off his foot when yeah his john mcclain
1: like takes off his shoes that's the okay mm-hmm. oh because earlier Cause he's like, the,
0: that's what troy wanted to get him as a present
1: yeah because there's like a it's it is on his foot for a while like when you think about it but he like takes off his shoe and like wiggles his toes like that because he's gonna be sneaking around yeah in the the air vents or wherever
0: i think it does this episode a huge disservice that now we're supposed to be under this high stress scenario where they've kidnapped their professor and they have to figure a way out of it but then the episode still just continues to be them all sitting around and talking they're just yes. all sitting on couches they're having like Uh, uh, conversations that are supposed to sound uh, like they're talking... What's the word I'm looking for? Like, they're having these faux psychology conversations that are supposed to sound like they're getting deep, but really don't. They're really just kind of fill time to get to the next plot beat, exactly like how Abed said, let's just wait here until the professor shows up. I don't know. It's boring, is what it is. I think if this isn't the episodes of community that I think are the worst certainly are not boring. They're incredibly yeah. watchable. I might like other episodes less than this one, but I do not know if there is a slower, more boring episode in the entire
1: series. It's true. I it don't really, think there I don't think there is. I wouldn't be because at least the ones that aren't good, they tried to do something that someone thought was funny. Yeah. This one it's truly just talking and not real conflict. Can you imagine though? I can see a version of this episode
0: that turns Jeff's apartment into this like situation room Yeah, and where it's like a lot of pressure and it's like a crime scene and they're all deciding like well, we have to go out and get this to do this, but it'll look bad. We're, we're, you know, it could be like a a murder scene, like a crime thing where they're trying to make all these decisions. They could or, have even done more with the dean being next door and like trying to keep him uh, away from the
1: situation. But instead, they like drop him being tied up pretty fast. Well, here's my thing. If the paper is on the history of a war why not actually just do a war that you could reference in some sort of way and have that kind of story play out here? Then at the end, the teacher's like, well done, you do understand it, you get an A. (sighs) And that still wouldn't have been great, but I would have at least understood why they were doing what they were doing.
0: I guess, yeah. I, I don't know, just for an episode where the study group kidnaps someone, there just isn't a lot of fever there isn't a lot of like electricity there should be they should be scared as shit yeah they should be like they've committed a crime it just show it's another thing where lately seasons 3 and 4 it's like the study group can do and get away with anything Mm-hmm. and then next week it won't be a problem. And now the characters behave as if that's the world that they live in. There is like... no fear of being found out. There is no fear of we're still in this guy's class and we've just kidnapped him. Now, it kind of works out in their favor because he he uh, like planned it all. He is the weirdo that did all this. But the study group doesn't know that at this point. They should be scared as shit.
1: Yeah, I uh... – do not like when he's talking about Abled, Abed and is like, well, because of your impairment, they'll forgive you anyway. Oh, my God. F-
0: so now it's like the professor is going to play Surely does like- say,
1: why don't we just let him go <laughs> so we can just open up gifts <laughs> and have Christmas. Which they end up doing. Mm-hmm. So the professor is going to like
0: play mind games on them. And he's like acting like he's got all of this dirt on the study group that will make them have to betray each other. This is and, and seeing it from the perspective of the professor, like decided he was gonna just do this, is weird.
1: <laughs> well, I don't think the professor actually tied himself up. I think Kevin still did that, trying to help. He just didn't get out of it. He acted is like that. He was what it is? Up.
0: I think. Yeah, I sort that's of what it is. He tied himself up. No, and then Kevin, Kevin was like, did it. I, I did. We missed it. But when they walk out and he is tied up and Kevin's like, "Do you guys want me to kill him?" That's pretty. Yeah. Funny. But the professor is like, oh, I'm a sad piece of shit, Mm -hmm. and
1: I'll just let this happen. I think that the allusions to the study route being like Rome is not accurate at all. I think that Mm -hmm. was a big reach.
0: Again, it's not like – it's like that that faux – deep conversation where it's just him saying history stuff because he's a history teacher and not really a lot of stuff that connects yeah. to the characters. Or the he, he
1: literally said, I'm trying to teach you history. How are you trying to teach them history? You literally gave them a grade and then lowered that grade because they said something rude about you. Yeah. And yeah, I, a lot of this doesn't track for me.
0: The professor makes it about like the, the romantic entanglements of the show, which is the most not at all on the nose they've ever Mm -hmm. been about, just, like, talking about who is googly-eyeing who
1: and
0: the little disagreement of, like, Britta saying that she and Jeff used to date when Jeff doesn't see it that way when it was never presented as them dating each other. And I don't think Britta ever saw it that way, but I also think it's shitty for
1: Jeff to say, and what we did wasn't dating. Uh, That's a little rude. This is funny, though.
0: The heat starts to brew. Troy does get a nice runner about that. There's no heat. Donald has felt <laughs> more like Troy the last couple episodes. Yeah, he has. He feels like Troy this episode. He doesn't do he as really much funny, this episode. funny stuff as he usually
1: does, but he feels more committed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he knows my name. I also love how Abed is aware of how like dumb this whole thing is. So he's just eating popcorn. He's like not worried about the, the exam at all. He's like, well, this is entertaining to watch play out, I guess, because someone's tied up and kidnapped, so... Close they enough also to die hard.
0: on the commentary, which I thought was a nice little touch, that they made sure that Abed was gone for a long enough period of time to heat and put together popcorn. Mm-hmm. So he's gone for like a minute and a half or something.
1: Nice. Because
0: that's how long it would take. I like that they thought about stuff like that when mm-hmm. putting the episode together. Yeah, Cornwallis is just a total ham in this episode. He could not be more begging for everyone's attention he's like everybody look at me and like me i'm smart you know he's a whiny little baby
1: for seeing it from the perspective that he is doing all this on purpose Mm -hmm. i think it is really funny um when they're trying to figure out who like is on the track to be valedictorian and Troy's like is it me versus annie yeah that's yeah i like troy's moment there and i do like
0: that this is a good way to call out the way that they underutilize Shirley versus the mm-hmm. like sexual thing. When Annie literally Shirley is so smart. Yeah. Why
1: would she not be? Annie and Shirley though have always had this little underlying beef where they don't say. Take nice each things other seriously. To. Yeah.
0: I wish they would have done more with it, because it is very interesting. Mm-hmm. And it's throughout the entire show. I know There's and it's like very a... small but it's definitely there. You're right every mm-hmm. time they've been put together like the when they're like good cop bad cop together yeah. and they they fight over who gets to be the badass and stuff like that. That's mm-hmm. a good that's a good observation and I wish they would have had more time to develop something out of that.
1: Well, and I don't think it was a lack of time. I think it was a lack of desire or interest in doing anything. Yeah, I think it's something that we pick up on that might
0: be more uh, a product of what they put together, than like a direct decision that mm-hmm. they made. But yeah, good for Shirley. She deserves to be the valedictorian
1: as much as Annie does. Yeah, well, maybe more if Annie's getting her grades by letting her professors rub their feet. Rub That's her feet. That's true. Allison Brie is pretty good in this
0: episode. Yeah. Annie gets to go through – like, Annie goes through a lot of the typical Annie getting upset or getting invested in something way. But there's never that super cringy moment of her, like, banging on the table and whang, yeah. that kind of thing, which makes me really like her. I understand that Annie is the type of person that takes this type of thing very, very seriously. And the serious she takes it isn't played for laughs, really. I I, I buy her mm-hmm. in this episode quite a bit. But for real, the whole – this act of the episode – is the study group sitting in the same area yeah. and like fighting back and
1: forth, but there's just no dramatic tension well, in, a, in and, a situation that should be nothing but. Because none of the things that Cornwallis is saying to try and get them to turn against each other is accurate. He's like, well, Andy, none of them support you. They all hate you. Like, that's clearly not true. He's
0: like, I've got so <laughs> much shit on you guys. And then they're like, no, you don't. And he's like, yes, I do. Here it is.
1: And they're like, we already know that. Yeah. He's like, I've got one more bullet. Did you know that the reason you got a bad grade was Jeff? Jeff? And Jeff's like, yeah, it was me. No, you guys all worked hard. I just kind of blew through it. And everyone's like, okay, except Annie punches him. Which is understandable because Jeff was like the, the figurehead. It gets them to argue
0: with each other. It does kind of work. And then that shot yeah. of Cornwallis should be like, ha, 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 ha. This is silly. And then the doorbell rings. And this I thought would be interesting because it's the dean on the other end of the door. I thought it would introduce this whole thing of them trying to not let the dean see that Cornwallis is tied up. They should have made that the tension, but instead it just it, it lets – then it becomes them sitting around
1: and talking again yeah. about who let him go. I, I did forget. There is one funny bit in a second. Okay. So after the Jeff or after the Dean comes in, obviously it's funny lines. I
0: yeah, like his. I was gonna spend time with my two irresistible lady friends, Rizzoli and Isles. That's a funny mm-hmm. line. The
1: okay, just Abed. This whole blast at the party. next sequence is really funny. The kind of looks on his face, like uh oh, and then when the Dean leaves and they're like, "Where's Cornwallis?" And then they, when they finally see him, and everyone like screams, Abed ah, just goes. Ah. Ah. <laughs> And it's really funny. It's very
0: Scooby-Doo. Yeah. Who is the Benedict Arnold? Again, They're like I said, they're just going to sit around and talk again. Nobody like he's is literally running sitting do down anything. with a glass of f- scotch. Doing little stuff. Uh, uh, let's, what is it? Remedial chaos theory all taking place in one apartment. This is not. Yeah. Where everybody's in a different room doing their own thing and it's all connected with what everybody
1: else is doing. This episode does not have any of that. No. Zach, I have to say. Okay. Earlier, I kind of was was taken aback when you said this was one of the worst episodes of season four. It truly is one of the most boring. Yeah. But it's one
0: of the worst in such a weird way because... I think we think of season four being offensively bad. The characters Mm -hmm. not acting like themselves. The plot's being so half-baked. The joke's being unfunny. That's not what makes this episode bad. No. It's written competently. The characters seem like themselves. In fact, like I said, people like Troy feel more like themselves than usual. Yeah. It's just boring. And Mm -hmm. they just sit down the whole time and talk and talk and talk and like the whole episode just feels like
1: a chore for and it's
0: not for everyone it -hmm. it was obviously a chore for them to make because they gave up on what they wanted to do with it right away (laughs) i I, you know that was like this episode could have at least been the one shot episode and it's not even that it's the episode where they gave up on doing a one shot episode Mm -hmm. and there are plenty of situations that they bring up that should be tense but there's no tension at all they kidnap a man yeah and it, the rest of the episode isn't going to save it. All there is left is for Jeff to make everyone smile with the speech, the, the professor to decide, you guys are right, A+, plus, I'm proud of you, and then for them to open presents and pet kitties and stuff. Yeah. So they tie him up again. <laughs> he, like, is rubbing in Jeff's face that maybe he let – Cornwallis out. Cornwallis is just like everybody look at me. Solve my puzzles. Everybody be be interested in me. So He's Jeff like if like, the Riddler wasn't again. like a
1: supervillain but just like a guy.
0: <laughs> just an old pervert.
1: Yeah. Because he doesn't really have any actual riddles. Like it's not... He's
0: like answer me these riddles three. Annie, <laughs> everybody hates you. <laughs> yes?
1: Yes. <laughs> I do think it's funny that uh, Kevin calls Shirley Milady when he gives her the thing. Milady.
0: I also like that they just tie him up and start hugging and opening. Yeah, presents they're like everything's fine. This
1: guy's just being held captive. It's and okay. then what
0: is funny in a second, even though I wanted the dean being around the corner to be more of attention, when he shows up and is not at all put off by the the, the professors there tied, tied up. Tied up. Yeah, that's kind of funny. Yeah, they ask uh, Chang, who has badly wrapped these presents, to explain how he ties the knot, which makes it clear there's no way he could have tied the knot that put Cornwallis well, up in the chair.
1: What? Also, I'd keep pause for one second, Jack. Yeah, back. sure. So you're I have wrong. a big issue. You're
0: wrong. You say that Kevin did tie Cornwallis up. No, he didn't. Or he did. But he, he, he did, but he doesn't know how, how to tie up knots. He just yes, was never tied the, in a way that he couldn't. That's get up. the
1: plot of the episode. Okay, Steven. Uh, but something what? that also really doesn't work for me, because Jeff is the one who untied Corn- Cornwallis. From... Yes. Jeff, first of all, would have known it wasn't a real knot then. Also, yes. how did Jeff untie him when no, he was right no, next no. to the door? No, no, no. Jeff
0: didn't untie and let Jeff Cornwallis says, out. it was
1: me, and now I'm going to lose my A by tying you back up again. He only had an A because he untied Cornwallis.
0: Huh. I was thinking that Cornwallis, because he's a cheeky little bitch, let himself out to stir the pot.
1: Well, that's what it seems like, but Jeff said, fine, I'll admit it. It was me, and now I'm going to lose my A. <laughs> Okay. I
0: feel like they're writing the episode. They're like, this isn't going anywhere. <laughs> we need like six reveals. Plan <laughs> here's a reveal. Jeff is really gay. And and Pierce has been dead for six seasons. You know what I mean? They're like, let's just throw yeah. a bunch of shit and none of it sticks. And then they try to turn it around to make everyone feel bad for Cornwallis. And, it doesn't work. Uh, Malcolm McDowell, who had eye surgery and had to wear these glasses the whole time, is like, this is the moment I take off the glasses. <laughs> Because it is. He's like, yeah. my daughter isn't in town. And no, you don't feel anything about him. You don't feel anything about anything in this episode. Correct. And we care about these characters so much. You know, it would be easy to make us feel all warm and, and sweet at the end of even a half-assed episode of Community. But this is just... It's not a good one, is it? And you know, I don't know that I'll put this as the worst episode of season four. I don't think it is. No. But I do think that... It is the episode of the season that I will be fine to never see again. Yeah. Now they're still just sitting around arguing about the grade. There's no stakes. They get an A. They get the grade. He smiles and says Merry Christmas. Well, they get to pass. They get a little bit better. But they they still, Annie and Shirley might be f***ed in the valedictorian thing. Yeah. And then, But it doesn't matter. They all got each other presents, and we get to see all these really generic, non-copyright presents that they've gotten for each other. Like, Shirley gets the brownie Bible, and oh, ha ha ha, Jeff, everyone got him a Greendale sweater, and he throws them all away. It's pretty lame. It feels like a Dumber Shows Christmas yeah. episode. And we all learn a really important lesson that giving gifts isn't about obligation. It's about love. <laughs> and yeah. Chang, like all of us, I got to drop a deuce. That's how I feel after this. And then <laughs> they sh- I, I forgot about this. The yeah. Chang on the phone, we've gotten this once before this season. It's just because we're getting closer to the end. They're trying to build up a big Chang thing. I don't remember how the Changnesia thing ends. I don't think it's in anything that big. No. But this Not is the end of the episode. This is how it ends, right? Yep, he's like they're not well, expelled. I'll have to try yeah. something else. That's it before the end tag, right? Mm-hmm. What a dumb ending.
1: Then the in tag—I forgot—is an end tag because it's taking place in the same room the whole episode did, so it just feels like more of the episode. And it kind of is
0: because the credits start rolling once, like the darkest timeline yeah. thing. The dean shows up and brought everyone kittens. Yep, and so they all pet. They're kittens cute. They're I very guess, cute kittens. I don't know. They're very, very cute kittens, but what? Yeah, don't give people Something interesting. Things. That is not surely It's very clearly a body double. Apparently, yeah. Yvette is super allergic to cats and had to that's leave like hours funny. before they could even have the cats out there. So you just see this one pan shot, and it's so not Yvette. Mm-hmm. It's like a mannequin that's not even moving. <laughs> it's just a wig on a mug. So things being so nice, which really, what nice Christmas, here's kittens. It's such a weird, dumb, unearned happy ending. It makes Abed wonder what's in the darkest timeline, and we get a little flash forward to the darkest timeline where Jeff is a lawyer for Annie who's in like a Hannibal Lecter mm-hmm. kind of get up, and, and he's getting her released from from uh, the Greendale insane asylum so they can wreak havoc and be in love with each other. I don't know. I'm over the darkest timeline at this point, but my main issue is because they eventually let it bleed into the real world, which I yeah, think was and a that's huge my issue. mistake, mm-hmm. and this kind of starts that because they're like, let's go find the prime timeline, and then yeah. they kiss. Uh, that Jeff, I
1: wish you were even younger line, also not great. Yikes. Pretty mm-hmm. yikes. Because the thing is, like, dark timeline Jeff started out as just Jeff. He has lost his arm. So so what we're learning is that Jeff was always a pedophile. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's the end of the episode. Um, yeah, it's not a good one. It's not a good one. I don't feel great about this episode. It's boring. It's not very funny. Uh, It's the worst Christmas episode they did. It might be the worst holiday episode they ever did. And Mm -hmm. it's not even so bad that it's like, can you believe this episode? Like how History 101 is? It's just so bad that it makes me feel absolutely nothing, which is even worse. What Mm -hmm. about you?
1: Any last thoughts as we put this one to bed? Not great. Yeah, Not a big fan. Didn't really enjoy it. The episode, like it's, it's not bad enough to be comical,
0: and it's not funny either. It's not comical in any way, really. Yeah. Too bad. This one's a stinker. Mm -hmm.
1: Too bad. All right, but in it,
0: do you have an MVP? Was it hard for you to pick an MVP in this one? I
1: honestly am having a hard time with it. Sure. I. Don't think anybody like is offensively bad in this episode. Sure, and I think there are good performances in it, but I don't necessarily like a lot of what Jeff says and does. Yeah, I don't like all of Annie's angle. Yeah, <laughs> Britta and Troy have some funny lines. Troy specifically, but, but they're, they're pretty not a big part at all. Yeah, Shirley doesn't play a big role. Uh huh. Which leaves me only a few choices. Okay. I go ahead. Just, just do it, man. It's tough for you, huh? I've, I've never had this much trouble. Yeah. picking Yeah. I am going to go with Abed as my MVP because he had Whoa. very little to do with what was going on, but I enjoyed his runner throughout the whole episode. Whoa. I know this. It's a cop out. Yeah. I'm aware of it. But But, it's just not a good episode. You can't give it to the person who did the most in an episode that you don't like because of what they're doing.
0: Okay, I'm going to give a couple honorable mentions. I think uh, Professor Cornwallis, don't like the character, but I think Malcolm McDowell has a decent Mm -hmm. episode here. It's the most they've ever let one of those teachers do, and I don't hate that they do that. Uh, also, I'll give an MVP uh, honorable mention to Jeff, who I think does fairly well in the episode. My MVP is going to be Annie this week sure. because I buy her motivations, and she doesn't annoy me in ways that she has in other episodes. I think they use Annie fine here, and I think Allison does a slightly better than usual job in this episode, and she always does a good job. Uh, but no, this episode doesn't make me feel a lot. I feel pretty empty. Do you feel yeah. pretty
1: empty? I feel pretty I sad
0: do. and empty after going through this one. Well, are you That's sad and
1: empty? The perfect thing for you is a big old skewer full of Actrivia's Slightly Damp Rope Because then you'll yogurt. be feeling uh, full and uh, empty of vitamin C. Uh, I am contractually obligated to specify <laughs> that I'm saying Actrivia yogurt, no tea at the end. If I call <laughs> yogurt it yogurt, product, they yeah. are liable for several things that they do not want to be. Yeah. So go in and lick some yogurt yeah definitely don't put a spoon on it
0: please don't and that's the episode this week guys sorry that this is kind of a bummer if we're leaving bummed out but whatever i love doing the podcast and it's it's fun to talk about ones that
1: we don't like just as much as ones that we do you know like. i think i still want to be here anymore
0: <laughs> steven anything else you got to say to the people as, as we as we wrap this up
1: um you know if they want to Find us somewhere, Zach. There are sure. places they can find us. Well, where? Uh, well, one of those places is on the Twitter. Okay. Uh, you can go over and find us over under the username at You Can't Disappoint. Uh, we're yep. also on Instagram under the name Can't Disappoint Podcast. Mm-hmm. You can find us on YouTube and Facebook under the whole name of the show, You Can't Disappoint a Podcast. Guys, don't forget about that. Patreon, it is loaded right now with You Can't
0: Show every week. Broke back Bebop every week. This podcast early every week. Patreon.com slash can't disappoint podcast. Support starts at five bucks for all that free content. Or not free, I guess you're paying for it. And ten dollar and up gets you shouted out on the show. It gets you community postcards from us. All kinds of fun stuff. Go check out the Patreon. I'm sure there will be a reward that you're just just over the moon about.
1: Over the moon and... next week
0: we're talking about basic human anatomy it is an episode that i am pretty excited to watch again and to talk about so send us in your episode mvp your favorite funny moment and some trivia to can't disappoint podcast at gmail.com and i think that's it i think we're ready to wrap this bad boy up yeah from inside the dreamatorium black lives matter i'm zach i'm steven and let's go tie each other up buddy Hey yo! All right, we'll see everyone next week. Have a lovely week. Stay
1: warm. Stay out of the snow. Um, goodbye. Yeah, stay safe. And don't drive while tied up. Yeah. Yeah, please don't. <laughs>
0: I'm kinda glad that one's over.